Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn if you could be a victim of the insomnia epidemic and what to do about it if you are. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you have worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. A few episodes ago, I talked about the need to take a step all the way back now and then when you're looking for solutions to your sleep issue and look at your life as a whole. Well, you can do the same thing when you're looking for the causes of your sleep issue. So when you have a sleep issue, it's really important to understand what's causing it, the root causes, because the actions that you take to tackle your sleep problem will differ depending on the causes. But in order to do that, we can end up zooming all the way in and looking at things close up. So we examine each area of our life, like our environment, our routine, and we start to look for things that may have contributed to our sleep issue. And then we can take steps to rectify those things. But sometimes it's important to step all the way back out and look at the bigger picture. And when we do that, we can see this emerging picture of what the World Health Organization has called a sleep epidemic, by which they mean that in many countries, insomnia is growing across the whole population as a general rule. Now, I had a look into this and it's true. Data from the CDC in America showed that in 2014, around 35% of adults were reporting that they had what the scientists termed short sleep. So that was getting less than seven hours of sleep a night. That being the cutoff point from the CDC's perspective for getting enough sleep for the best health and well-being. Now, data from the UK showed that the average amount of nightly sleep was six hours, with a quarter of those surveyed saying they only got five hours or less a night. So, you know, what's happening here? In a world where our knowledge of sleep and its importance to our health is increasing, how is the amount of sleep that adults are actually getting decreasing? And is there such a thing as a sleep epidemic? Well, many scientists, yes, think that there is. But it's not that sleep problems are literally contagious, obviously. It's more subtle than that. So I'm going to explain some key factors and then you can take your own view. Firstly, we don't value sleep as much as previous generations. Now, what's interesting to me, when we have more scientific evidence than ever before to prove that sleep is valuable, we're finding that we just don't value sleep as much. And Vijay Chattu and his colleagues summed it up in their 2019 paper as a general attitude that in the larger scheme of life's difficulties, not getting enough sleep occupies a fairly low rung on the stepladder of personal health concerns. And what the paper explains is that despite the fact that not getting enough sleep is proven to have been linked to all manner of physical and mental health problems and that therefore taking the attitude that maintaining our sleep is not that important when we look at other problems in our life, ironically can lead 
to further problems in life. But still, we just haven't nurtured that message in our collective psyche of more recent generations of adults. Now, Chatu gives some examples of this point in action. For example, he explains, despite knowing that lack of sleep has been linked to adolescents getting overweight, feeling depressed and not doing as well in school, in most schools, the importance of sleep is not explained. There's no teaching on the topic and very few people are advocating for school times which would support teenagers' biological preference for going to bed later and sleeping later than they did as young children or indeed as they will in adulthood. So basically we start our young people off in situations which may effectively set them up to go into their adult life with very little understanding of how to get good sleep in a modern world or with a background knowledge of why it's even important to try to get good sleep in a modern world. And that leads me on to another point and it is our modern world that we're talking about and it's often not a great context for good sleep and that's because we've developed our modern life in many ways which don't support great sleep. So we've talked about some of these on previous episodes we've got electric light extending the daytime when our brain needs the onset of darkness to help prepare for bed this is amplified by our constant use of screens and then layer on top of that our culture of constantly being on the go and looking for more things to do now layer on top of that what reduced relaxation time we end up having most of us tend to now spend that time doing things which are not actually relaxing for our brain at all so really most of us are spending our relaxation time distracting ourselves onto some other activity or doing something which demands that our brain is still processing lots of data so we're not experiencing the natural changes in activity patterns over the course of the day and into the evening that we've evolved to do for the last hundreds of thousands of years. And the more research I do around sleep, but not just sleep, but also on wider topics like psychology and physiology, which link to sleep, the more apparent it is to me that we probably just haven't adapted to this 24-7 lifestyle that we have created. So we dreamed it up and many of us live in it, but our evolution is our evolution. We can't outrun all those years of evolution in just a few years of making the change to modern life. And I have to say also, you know, I was really thinking on this topic, I think it's really ironic that in this age of technology and of all the ways that we've built machines and computers to make our life more simple and to do tasks for us in order to save time and energy that we've actually found a whole multitude of ways to fill that time back up again. So we now have, you know, possibly less relaxation time than we did before. So there is something so counterintuitive about that. And also linked to that, it's ironic that as we've built machines to do tasks for us that can save human time and energy, we've, in a way, we've started to push ourselves like we push machines. We treat treat ourselves like we are machines we want to keep ourselves going all the time we're obsessed with being productive most of us haven't even taken those time saving energy saving devices and reaped the benefit of those and spent that additional time on doing something that we want to do or it's relaxing and healthy we've used that time to do more stuff more work more worry to just push ourselves more 
And the final contributing factor to the sleep epidemic that I wanted to mention is that we're not educating the people fully who are supposed to help us with our health enough about the benefits of sleep or the necessity to really talk to people and establish how sleep is a part of people's lives when assessing their health or their health problems. So I'm talking about our doctors and all the healthcare practitioners and I have read so many accounts from different countries that have attested to the facts or given an opinion that there is a lack of thorough formal training around sleep. So such a basic and well-proven factor in a multitude of health problems, but yet not valued enough to teach it thoroughly to the people that are supposed to keep us healthy or support us to keep healthy. And when you go to the doctor, you know, at least in my experience, you almost never get asked about how you're sleeping you know, in relation to all the problems, despite the fact that it's well documented that it, that it is a really important foundation of health. Okay, so your action step for this week is really simple. It's easy when you have a sleep issue to zoom in and to focus on yourself as the problem and to try and find fault with what you're doing or you're not doing on a really sort of um, micro basis. But sometimes we need to give ourselves a break and notice how we could have become the victim of something which is a bigger thing. It's bigger than ourselves as individuals. So how were we coached to view sleep when we were growing up? Was there a lack of emphasis and education on the importance of sleep as an adult? Did we get encouragement to fill our days with activity and productivity and focus on that and obsess about that? And did you find that you've had a lack of clear help and support in the recent past where you've had your sleep issue you know maybe that's why you've come to listen to the podcast because it's the first time you've actually heard some advice that you can take away and work with or that fits your specific circumstance I want you to take a step back and think about if any of these circumstances or this context applies to you and if so you know how do you feel about that what can you do about that for me when I did this exercise and I took a step all the way back the answer was kind of obvious to me and I alluded to it earlier on I could just see how far my life just really didn't fit with how I was supposed to function and how far the context that I was working in as a whole had just led me down the wrong path and how important it was to me to take steps to get myself back on track okay have a good week and thanks for listening thank you for listening I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.